Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's January 19th, y'all. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn, joined by Flobo and Issa. And tonight, going to talk about SmackDown, plus some wrestling news, plus uh, just catching up. Feels like it's can been I, so long. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that? Can I get a yeehaw, bitch? No. no. That's the oh. family thing. Come on. Oh, I was waiting for it. He's like, what? No. no, 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 no. Serious. Oh, you Tom code her. She's like, nope. No. <laughs> I swear to God, it used to be occasionally I would look at Randy Orton and I would be like, oh, starting to look a little cowboy Bob. But uh, probably every fifth time now. When they go Randy Orton, I'm like, he's really starting to look like his dad. Uh, not a bad thing. Cowboy Bob's a handsome man. But good to see y'all. Uh, here we are. SmackDown. Following up, I'm still on a high from how good NXT was this week. Oh, yeah. Such a good episode. Hot crowd, too. Or hot CWC. I don't know what you call that. Is it a crowd? Is it a gathering? I'm not really sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good episode. That's all that matters. Uh, we got some news to dive into, though. Bad news today about Seth Rollins. Uh, Flobo, what's the story? Yeah, this one's coming out from Wrestling Inc. Of course, hat tip to Fightful. On Monday's match against Jinder, we thought Seth was riding high, but as the week progressed, new start the league. Seth Rollins has a partially torn MCL and meniscus, and even though it's not been made official, on Monday it was announced that he will start the show to talk about the future of the World Heavyweight Championship, possibly, most likely, a vacating of that title. Seth Rollins, worst time of the year to get hurt. Yeah, I mean, look, this CM Punk feud is the most developed storyline they have going into WrestleMania as it stands. Everybody wants to see that match. Many have talked about it being a main event in night one. And, uh, you know, I hope PW Insider and others have speculated this could be a four to six week thing. Mania is 10 weeks away. I, I mean, I hope he gets better soon regardless, but fingers crossed that he's able to make that Mania match with Punk. Yeah, he um, it's a very similar injury to what he suffered right prior to WrestleMania 33, which he will still be able to go on and wrestle at WrestleMania 33 against Triple H. I have uh, set up an art tour. I, I have a little candle in front of his picture in my living room. I'm not lying. It really is burning. We need Seth to make it for uh, WrestleMania, not just because of the CM Punk match, but just because the guy's been there every week. He's been caring. He's been defending this championship. This is a terrible time for him to get injured. It happened to him too back for WrestleMania 32. Like we just, I just want him to be healthy, get better, and I hope to see him in the WrestleMania card. I think that we already have enough matches lined up for the Rumble with both Royal Rumble matches being pretty lengthy. Then I'm okay. Take that time off, but I hope he's able to come back for Mania. Uh, it's just hard to say because we don't really know all the information. No. I'm not a medical professional, but with a meniscus tear, you can stabilize that because it's kind of in the middle. You can probably work through it, but if the MCL part is true, it might be a little bit longer, which is kind of unfortunate because you know it's a high season, y'all. But yeah, if you ever go back and watch that WrestleMania 33 match, he was he was pretty limited in it as well. And I mean, he was working with Triple H too, but even he worked it. But did he actually work mm. it? You go back and rewatch that match. It's not the set Rollins that we're used to seeing. Yeah, I blame The Rock for this. What? <laughs> Why The Rock? 
because he came back and had that segment with gender and the next thing you know gender is in the ring with Seth and then it's like a snowball effect global that is not you cannot blame the rock for the rock I do I can I can blame whoever I want well I blame the lack of the lack of box office for Black Adam that's really what you know, for what it was, it wasn't that bad. It was just boring. Okay, <laughs> it was terrible. Was... It was terrible. <laughs> no, I hope that's okay. You know, uh, Matt Morgan, who uh, many of this podcast listeners know, uh, was a tough enough contestant in season two, and he had a knee injury. He's, he's told this story multiple times. Um, he had a knee injury where they were like, "Oh my god, this is awful." You know, they'd take him off the show, potential career render, and then they were just able to scope it, and he was back on his feet in a ring within two months. So it can be bad or it could be relatively minor. I'm sure WWE is doing everything they can to give him the best medical care, getting, you know, second, third, fifth opinions uh, to make sure it's okay. But, you know, look, I hope he gets better soon. Um, hope he doesn't have to drop that world heavyweight championship. Uh, it's not the, there's no shortage of talent on raw. No, 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 no. He better not drop it. I hope that he comes out and addresses the crowd on Monday and then we get a cashing in the middle. Yo, if he got this thing in the middle of that crying, that would be so gangster. Come on. That's better Come than on. vacating it. That is better than vacating wait, if Damien wait, Priest cashes in. Uh, wait. <laughs> just just sh- guys crying, has a kid backstage, and this one, two, three gets folded up. Like, that, that's terrible. That would be it's the biggest heel move. Yes, it is. Come that's on, the bi- Oh, my God. It, uh, like, it's look, again. Chrissy, we, I don't know we, if you watch this podcast, but please. Please, please, please Damien, please, for the love of Puerto Rico, do it. Yeah, please. Do it. Puerto Rico needs some dubs. Go all get our L's. Excuse me, we got Logan Paul. Thank you very much. I'm just saying. No, he, you don't have no people. <laughs> Rico Paul has his arrival. <laughs> we got Logan Paul. Thanks. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a inside Puerto Rico joke. So you're not in. You're not in with the joke. Okay. Right, fair, fair, fair. What? So one these days. <laughs> But that would be absolutely amazing if, uh, yeah, if we have Seth need they to take a break. They had Ambrose turn heel after Roman had a real life like situ- crazy situation, and people went crazy. I mean, what the storyline after that was complete absolute garbage. But remember the night that Ambrose turned heel after Roman made that ha- heart wrenching announcement? Like that was crazy. I remember how we were all shocked. Mm-hmm. You want to repeat that, and then he won and wore a mask and had some god, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but if Priest (laughs) cashes in during Seth's addressing the crowd, oh my god, that's like the biggest dick move. Yes, it would. That's so good. It's perfect. Yeah, that's so good. Um, so we'll see, but I hope Seth gets better soon. I want to see that match with Punk and Mania. And easy to your point, CM Punk and Seth, it's about the promos. Like, they could just go in there and smack each other with kendo sticks for 10 minutes. You know, they could uh, slap box. They could have a shoving contest. I'll take it. It'll no, I want to see a match. Yeah, that should be good. <laughs> it would be funny, though, if they do that balance thing where they, like, push each other and the first one to fall over loses. That'd be an amazing WrestleMania main event. Like a sumo right. contest? Did they try that? <laughs> no, didn't you ever play that game when you were a kid where it's like uh, you're trying to, like, knock the other person off balance? I mean, that's what the point? wrestling is. I mean, it's kind well, of... I, I mean, it's in a way, that's what all wrestling is. But, uh... 
We'll see. Uh, what else is going on in the news? Well, it kind of overshadows with everything with the injuries to South Rollins and Cora Jade, but Okada is done with New Japan. Damn. The man synonymous with the peak and renaissance of the brand after 17 years is going to greener pastures. Rumors have been swirling and circling where the Rainmaker is going to land next. But you know what? You do have this thing, the Royal Rumble coming up. It'd be pretty cool, Okada. Shut up then. What do you guys think? I mean, as long as he will have to get approval from New Japan, based on what I read today, because he's not done with his contract by the time the Rumble airs, but he could probably try to get approval since he already had let them know that he's done with that. So I'm just trying to get people to not fantasy book themselves into something that's not going to happen because apparently everybody wants Cody Rhodes to finish the story, but Cody Rhodes, he never talks about it, but all the fans talk about it. So I want to make sure everybody knows that Okada is not, technically speaking, available to show up at the Rumble. Just, just stating facts, you know, just, just killing the dream. Yo, what if Cody That's has writer's block and he can't figure out how to finish the story? Just, he's gonna get Tell me how many times he's mentioned Roman Reigns' name after he got completely smashed by the tribal chief last WrestleMania. He that, has- that is not fair. I'm just stating facts. If Okada were able to show up in the Royal Rumble, that will be the most insane Rumble debut. Would it be? Here's my question, and I and I don't want to sound by Kevin Owens because I I know they did to AJ Styles. That that is definitely true. I know people are gonna clip this out and be like, "Fake Alfred's knee drone." But is Okada as as big as we think he is? Well, when he comes out, he will cheer, or would it be like? Who was that? Because I felt that same way later on tonight with the re-debut of a character I know and love from UK. People were kind of like, eh. do you think Okada can still translate? I mean, people I knew who AJ was. People yeah. knew who AJ was. That sure. pop was immense when the phenomenal world came up on the stream. But I will sure. say one thing to Glenn's point. Like, yeah. actually, I was watching that Royal Rumble with my mom, who's like that typical casual viewer, right? My mom loves wrestling, but she's not going out of her way to watch anything outside of WWE. Hey, mama. And I absolutely, hola, mommy. I absolutely went absolutely nuts, right? I'm jumping up and down in my living room. I'm marking out, full mark out. Then I turn around and my mom is sitting in the living room like, who is that? And I was like, I was so embarrassed at that moment. I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) So there is a possibility of us because we're in the circle, right? We're, We're deep in it. That we're going to be like, of course, everybody knows who Okada is. No, no, there's going to be a lot of people who don't know who Okada is. And whatever he lands, it is that company's creative and responsibility to introduce him as the big deal that he is. Yeah. So please, I'm begging, wherever he ends up, to do your work and introduce him as the big deal that he actually is. Do not have him winning the Ring of Honor Trios Championship with two other guys nobody knows about. <laughs> all right? Just saying. Hey, what's worse, that or getting like speared by Braun Breaker's first night? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> and they're like, we're going to put you in an NXT and you'll be North American champ. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys are fettier than me tonight, damn. I'm just saying, put it up. <laughs> I think Okada's going to end up in AEW. Fair enough. Right. That I mean, just seems. It's the best odds. If there was Vegas odds, that would be the best odds. They'll put him on collision. <laughs> they, they would. They, were, they might make him the no, They probably guy. will do that, and it's mm-hmm. going to suck. Hmm. You watch collision football every Saturday? Uh, I kind of watch it Sunday morning and clean the okay. room, so kind of. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't watch it intently. I'll be the first one to admit that. <laughs> Are you watching Level Up every week? I do watch Level Up. After this, I always watch Level Up, man. That's my jam. Friday night, kick it back with an adult beverage, watch some rookies go at it. It's dope. There you go. Big body hey, 
Yes. It was Are you weird saying when... put him on level up, Glenn? What's that? Are you saying put him on level up? No. <laughs> <laughs> Every Friday at 11 p.m. <laughs> it's like a 20 minute show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh no, I'm wondering Big Body. Remember when Big Body Javi was getting that push in NXT like a year ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh any other news? Uh well, no, we don't have any other news to go today, but I just want to give a shout out to can I talk about Chad's super chat? Or is that like later? Yeah, later? no, we'll see Chad's too. That's what I was gonna do. Okay. The reason why I say this is a, this is a cool idea is because the world heavyweight championship is kind of wonky. Like I think it's Seth's title. So that would be kind of a cool thing to really make it important for everybody else. So I'm kind of hoping they do that. But the Rumble winner, though, the, the main event of WrestleMania, that's the gimmick. Like, to just be like, oh, and you get the title. I mean, I know with Asuka and Money in the Bank, they did that when Becky had to vacate due to pregnancy. And Asuka's reaction looked like Asuka might have thought that she somehow was going to be a mom, too. Um, <laughs> go back and watch that segment. It's super That was weird. amazing. It's so yeah. amazing because you're absolutely right. Um, Chad W., with, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. I will say that I will personally would rather get the opportunity to get smashed by Roman Reigns. It's, it's way more important than winning um, the championship. So I think the Royal Rumble winner should definitely pick that option because that is definitely way better. <laughs> well, there you go. Smash. Where's that auction on WWE.com? Um, I, will, yeah. I will pay. I mean, Triple H's personal Royal Rumble seats went for $40,000. Did you see that? Yikes. Did you hear about that? No, thanks. That's insane. 40000 Hey, it's for a good, it's for a good, it's for charity. Sure. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm not. 40,000. Oh, hell yeah. I, more Tacano, bro. I'm super cheap. Don't, I, I'm the first one to admit that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Why are people texting me while I'm podcasting? Just wow. put on Do Not Disturb, Glenn. That's yeah, how I live my life. Both phones on Do Not Disturb. Hey. If, I, if I see the message, you're very lucky. People texting me. Okay. Um, so man, that would be weird on the Royal Rumble to be like, oh, this is for the world heavyweight championship. And it's like, do I get to be a main and then event? Triple H comes out at number 30 and wins it. Hey, that'd be kind of cool. Hey, did the Royal Rumble do that one time with the yes. world championship? <laughs> yes, I'm just saying. For... Yeah, and then he got matched by Roman Reigns too. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It'd be better to use the Royal Rumble, but then it's also like money in the bank, and there's one ladder. Yeah. Well, let's be real. When it comes down to money in the bank, I think that's the better thing to win, right? Than the Royal Rumble. You got to wait two months. You can get, you get your match changed or th- triple threat or whatever. The, ro- the money in the bank is way more valuable. So if you tell me I could be champion by finishing the Royal Rumble, I will even be more motivated to do it. Yeah. But what happens if, if they made them? Because I literally just posted a short on my YouTube channel about this. I was like, can Damien Priest cash in in the middle of the Royal Rumble match? Wouldn't that be like actually insane? Technically, yeah. Yeah, I know. So, like, imagine you're it's for the, I don't know, I don't know. I, I think it would be fun because I couldn't help but to think, like, when Rhea Ripley fake cash thing for him at War Games, I, I overthink a lot, things that I probably shouldn't overthink. But I was like, how would have that worked out if she went through with the cashing, right? Because we have all these War Games rules. Imagine a cashing in the middle of a Royal Rumble match. It would be funny. It's never been done before. That's what we're all about. Pretty we were pretty, I still, I still pick Monday. I still pick Monday in the middle. Wait for him to shed a tear. That's when you come out, Priesty. Wow. Live, laugh, when it happens, I'm messaging you both. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and Logan Paul for some reason. <laughs> that would be the most incredible opening to Raw since it was announced that we are the authority. Oh no, <laughs> that's still in my brain. Wait. That Katie, that Wait. Katie Vick was in my brain. <laughs> Like, I love the fact that Glenn brings that up because, and then they try to put all the blame on Baron Corbin. Never forget, yeah. poor Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin has yeah. been through it, bro. Poor guy. You're the authority. Let's okay, <laughs> let's talk about SmackDown tonight. Mm-hmm. We opened with a contract signing. Yep. For the undisputed Universal Championship match at the Royal Rumble, it's going to be a fatal four-way. An illegal contract signing. Well, I mean, yeah. hmm. probably she didn't get to read it. He didn't get to send it to his lawyer. Terrible, terrible management. Nick Aldis. Yeah, it's true. You know, a contract signed under duress is not enforceable. Uh, it wasn't duress. He could opt out of not signing it. He just vacates the title. It was his That's choice. Correct. That's not how he works. That is not that is not duress. You could do whatever. You, under your own volition, you can Aldis. sign Nick or not Aldis. sign. That's all. Nicholas doesn't know how this works. This is way above. Yo, he's the best thing on that brand. He doesn't take crap from the bloodline. You know what? If we're a tribal chief wearing sweatpants all the time, it's pretty pathetic. Wear a suit. Huh? What's going on? What tribe yeah, do you need? You, you wear a suit. You know what? Wearing your own you gimmicks. <laughs> or you wear a cap out here. You don't need to be a tryhard. Take it from someone who has actually dealt with like multi-millionaire CEOs in New York who never freaking showed up to the boardroom in a sure. suit. Those are the ones that showed up in the sweatpants. And the tryhards that are trying to kiss up to those people right. show up in Suits, do, does he wear the name of the city that they're in? Do they say like? Do they say like Atlanta? Acknowledge me. <laughs> please acknowledge me, please. You gotta I need the validation. You gotta fill them. Come on, come please. on. I'll smash for, for attention and like. You wouldn't know about that, Flo, but one I, day, one day, I, maybe. I, I wouldn't. Day. I wouldn't. Okay, AJ Styles, <laughs> LA Knight, Randy Orton, and these guys do not get along. The LA Knight looked like a hot dog with that mustard and the red. That looked like a he looked like a walking hot dog. I said okay. what I said. Stop. I'm just gonna say this tonight. LA Knight and Randy Orton were more over than Roman. You don't think segment. he looked like a hot dog? I'm not talking about who was over. I'm talking about the fit. The crowd in Atlanta loves hot dogs. Who's wearing hot dogs red are over. and mustard? Hot dogs are over. He looked like a hot dog. Well, mustard yeah. is the proper thing to eat it on a house, hot dog. So. It just Ooh, it was the best looking thing in that ring at that moment. <laughs> Okay, so they were out to sign the contract. Everybody wants to sign the contract except Roman. And then Nick said, Nick said, well, that's actually good because then you can claim that oh, I didn't even read it. I just signed it. And it's good. That's That helps you in court a lot of the time. Um, so, yeah, uh, this was good. Roman was forced to sign it under duress. And uh, the match is going to happen at Mania, but then due to the uh, hustle, bustle, or it's uh, the, the rumble, I already got Mania on my brain. Um, due to the scuffle and hustle and bustle, we set up some matches for later tonight with AJ Styles going to take on LA Knight and Randy Orton going to take Solo Sokola. But Issa, what did you think of this segment? It was great. Okay, Flobo, what'd you think of this segment? I think contract signings are kind of running their course in wrestling because it's kind of weird, but I think it was interesting of the interplay, right? If AJ, we don't know if he's still with OC or not, and LA Knight, who is still over, but you can tell that the crowd is kind of getting antsy what's next for LA. And then you have Randy Orton in the corner being that too cool for school. So it was a cool character moment across the board, held my attention. I loved how the show started. And I love Aldis too. Aldis is being all about business is pretty cool. I think he's taking the pin at the rumble. We all know that. There's a good possibility he is, but I'm gonna ride I mean, that wave. There's a possibility. This is a spoiler. Maybe AJ. 
He got why would you pin AJ? Or LA Knight already got pinned by Roman. Do it again. Uh, no, LA Knight's really over with the crowd though. A, like the order this went in tonight, LA Knight, then Randy Orton, then Roman, then AJ. That's what the crowd was into. Short Glenn. Clearly, you need to get your ears checked. Okay, what order do you think the crowd was into? Tonight? Roman and nobody at his level. Nah. You no, were chanting Randy Orton's name. Yeah. <laughs> Randy was great. He's like, looked. I didn't like when he came out in those like basketball shorts. Or Still better than Roman. That uh, covered his legs, which is his best asset. You're not supposed to do that. Terrible, terrible choice. Terrible Things choice. I can't agree with. Yeah. Okay, so this is super weird. Uh, we had Legado del Fantasma versus no. LWO. They are. They're Legado. The graphic says Los Locos. That is not a group name. It is a group name. LWO. Uh, and the weird thing is that the current LWO is former Legato, and then the n- f- new Legato is Los Lobos Locos and Santos. This is very confusing. This is like if uh, if uh, in sync lost three members and said, Let's get some guys from O Town, like right. it's just it's, it's the, as long as it's not Justin and JC, it's okay. gonna be okay. Fair enough. JC was the best singer for sure. Listen, yeah, Carlito is awful. Uh, this song is terrible. <laughs> An- another loss to the island of Puerto Rico. That's kind of embarrassing. What is going on here? First of all, I love Legato. These guys look stronger. They look like the guys. You Legato or old Legato? The current Legato. They okay. Fantasma. Don't get me started with that. Logo I don't know who stuff. they are. I know Los Lobos. Uh, Cruz del Toro. Call them by the real name. And Joaquin They're crazy Wild. wolves, Flobo. I'm not going there. Raquel Wilds and Cruz. And Cruz del Toro are great. We got new wolves now, yeah. but they look like amateurs. The way they've been taking loss after loss after loss. And Zena comes out and loss. LWO stands for Losers World Order, and they were not threatened at all. I think Santos, once he gets rid of this group, this this whole Carlito thing, is going to hit that next level soon. And they need it too because we'll talk about other factions in wrestling right now. This is actually fresh. El Flobo Loco. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I quit, man. I, I, uh. <laughs> Yo, that's good. That's good. Oh, el flobo loco. Uh, so the new legato won tonight. Call them by the real name, Glenn. Los Lobos Locos won tonight. Thank you. Wait, Thank does you. this mean uh, that uh, Santos now is also a crazy wolf? No! Santos <laughs> Escobar. Yes, he's the real wolf. No one's a wolf. <laughs> uh, really? Talk to Baron Corbin and Bro Breaker. Yeah. yeah Talk to the wolf. Your hate for wolf. That continuity does not exist on Fridays. Hmm. This match was lit, though. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great match between everybody involved. Yeah, it was a good match tonight. Menudo's look great. Carlito needs new music. That's my thing. I um, love his music, but La Mano Arriba, Sin Duda. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. I don't want to know that. Yeah, wow. That's disrespectful. I've actually <laughs> heard song. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun match. It was a good uh, warm-up for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Then, though, we had a video from Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits who challenged the final testament to a match at any time, any place. Why is it always in a ring? If it's any time, any place, why isn't it ever like 2 a.m. in a abandoned sizzler? At a, at a Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> Waffle House. That's where it needs to happen. So it was like anytime, oh, any place. We'll get so many views if they do it at a Waffle yeah. House. And the time is apparently going to be an episode of SmackDown and the place is going to be Miami. 
Why not in a wrestling ring? Yeah. I'll do it a company time. Make them pay for it. Anytime, any place. I guess Bobby Lashley and Street Profits are officially face face now. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. This was okay. This feud is. Hmm. I don't know. If this is elevating either brand between the two. I I don't I don't get the final testament. It's too late. And look, and I know because I, I get dragged for this in the show too. I am too harsh on carrying cross and the character of. But on a show in brand where you have that former dyad stuff and Judgment Day and Unholy Union and you watch Retribution failed, stop with this weird quasi mystical stuff. Are you a gang? Are you a cult? Are you hitmen? I don't know. And the thing is, also, Uncle Howard is doing on YouTube is way better. So I can't even get on board because I don't know what I'm getting on board with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's weird. For a second, I looked at Carrie and Cross. We might as well talk about that now because uh, they responded and challenged the, uh, Bobby and the Street Profits to a match. The Final Testament did. And for a second, I looked at Carrie Cross from an angle. Maybe it was just blurry. I was like, you know, you put him in a tracksuit, he could be part of the D'Angelo family. He could be like Tony. He could be Tony D'Angelo's like doppelganger stand-in when Tony's afraid he's gonna get assassinated. Like put Karrion Cross in a tracksuit and a fedora. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Him with no accent. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to shave his head again. He needs to look menacing. I mean, it is what it is. AOP yeah. just standing in the background, mean mugging the whole time. <sighs> yeah. It's the final testament, Flobo. I'm trying to be positive because I feel like I made fun of Carlito too harshly, and I feel bad about that. So okay. I'm trying to redeem myself later on. But I don't. We don't have I, to love everything. I don't get final testament. I don't know what it's for. I'm not sure who looks better out of this. I'm not sure who asked for this. Bobby Lashley and Street Profits weren't strong enough as a union. Bang. Bobby and the Street Profits have had so much. I feel like it's still just all untapped potential. Like he took them suit shopping, and that's been the most character development we've seen from. Them. I like suits. Yeah. Yeah, they, they look sharp, man. Street Profits, though, always been over. Amazing entrance, amazing tag team. Like, Bobby, absolute beast in the ring. Um, But for some reason, like, the sum of the parts together, it's not like one plus one plus one equals five, which is what it should be with a faction. I don't know. It's weird. I'm with you. I'm totally with yeah. you. Um, okay, so uh, after that, though, Pretty Deadly was out there waiting for Tyler Bate and Butch. But instead, we got Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's back. He got the fur. All right, Pete, Pete Dunn. Butch. You got a fan of Pete Dunn? All right, Pete Butch. I like saying Butch. Well, yeah, it's true. I used to have a drop. <laughs> Fine. That I would just hit during the show. Alexa. It was it was it was a big thing in this show, okay? It was it yeah. was uh you know, I'm not here's the thing. I'm just gonna say this. There's been a lot of things on this podcast that we start and we're kind of like, oh, this was kind of funny and this was kind of goofy, and like we run into the ground, but then if eventually it becomes cool and we end up loving it. We can't remember where we like lovingly making fun of it or just making fun of it and butch never became lovingly it was always just dumb oh yeah but lisa loves it like i love saying butch <laughs> yeah 
No, I, I am so glad that Pete Dunn's back. Uh, I, I don't get the leafy Zen Tyler Bate on SmackDown. Fine, but yeah, Pete Dunn's back. Bruce Wade's back. This is pretty cool. I guess Brawl and Brutes are done done. Not sure it's for anyone else, but I'm on board. The Brutes aren't Why couldn't they like give them to Alters of Pain? I don't like seeing Pretty Deadly losing all these matches. Yeah, it's true as well. I like their confusion, though, that they were expecting to face Butch and who is this other guy? Butch, yeah. Butch, 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 Butch. No! Butch. Oh, that, that's you! Wait, that, that's yeah. What the? I can't get way too late to this party. This is awesome. Oh, well, there, there's a bush button. There's literally a bush button. I'm taking note. Menudo, Lobos Locos, bush buttons. Yeah, we've been doing this too long together. Yeah, we have. Butch, butch, butch. Um, yeah, it's things went off the rails I'm quite a happy while that ago. He's back. He looked. He looked happy. He looked happier than he's looked in months out there tonight. But Issa, you still have Rush. Still got that. Rush. <laughs> yeah, do, do I? When's the last time we see him? Oh, yeah, in the Intercontinental Hotel Classic Championship tournament. <laughs> uh, uh, is that where John Wick like, hangs out? <laughs> the Intercontinental Hotel. <laughs> yes. There's an abandoned one here in Puerto Rico. It's creepy. Ooh. If you ever want to explore, come on over. <laughs> You're really uh, really better. You're gonna <laughs> Where Pablo go? I have no idea, bro. He went to some abandoned ass building. <laughs> I I'm glad Pete Dunn's back. I mean, the the fur thing is at least it looks like a fur this time. For a while, it seriously looks like he cut up his toilet bath mat and just put it that. Looks, it still looks like a bath mat, but well, it was more fur tonight at least. Like but, an, uh, like a, like a higher end one. Okay, the first one he bought at like a cheap store. This one is high end, but it still looks like a bath mat. He's living his truth. Lisa. Living my truth. <laughs> hey, Glenn, Glenn, what oh. about Pretty Deadly? I thought you liked Pretty Deadly. I love Pretty Deadly. Pretty so Deadly. You like them lose? Pretty Deadly. The great thing about Pretty Deadly is that they can be amazing in the ring when they need to be and win when they need to, but losses also don't hurt them because they're so entertaining. And that's actually well, a sweet spot in WWE, I think. I think that's actually the best sort of gimmick to have. Because you're going to get on TV a lot, and sometimes you're going to be on a hot streak, and sometimes you're going to lose, but it doesn't matter. You're still getting that money and getting that TV time. Thank I you. had a dream about Pretty Deadly last night. Oh. Can, yeah, we were. the details I wanted safe my, for this podcast? Yes. I wanted my nails to look like a disco ball, so I asked them to come to the nail salon with me and assess the work or, of my nail artist. And then on the way there, we found a dog. So we rescued this dog and named it Disco Ball. It was the most wholesome freaking dream I've ever had. Wow. We kept the dog, by the way. It was the a nails, sweet dream. The nails good? I can't remember what the nails ended up looking like, sadly. But I just remembered the dog. Said, you put a dog in front of me and I forget everything. No, frosted tips? Don't remember? Don't remember. She don't remember. Yeah. No, they, were, they were probably silver and sparkly. Okay. Okay. Uh, good match, though. It's nice that the, the Butch era has come to its natural <laughs> conclusion. The butch era. I know it's funny, still funny. Um, it was weird too because he had the short hair and the cap like he was a newsie. Uh, yeah, all that was just a weird fever dream. Uh, so let's talk about Kevin Owens hosting the KO show with guest Logan Paul. Uh, his name is Logan Lucha Paul Libre. Thank you very much. <laughs> This is a good segment. Logan Paul doing the Logan Paul thing. Uh, what do you think of his bangs? 
Uh, well, that's because he had two hair replacement surgeries. Hairline? <laughs> Wait, yeah. really? no, he, he's already had two surgeries. No, it, yeah, yeah, he's got a, his hairline has been receding since way too young. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think it worked tonight. The character worked. The he did everything. Oh. Well, he, I think he did everything he needed to do tonight. Kevin Owens is great. Kevin Owens taken off that cast because it's a weapon. Hope it doesn't mess up his healing. I think he's gonna be okay. Hope so. Um. Yeah, I I like this segment. I I expected maybe a couple more shots thrown. Mm. I pop for like Logan Paul saying, "You're the reason why I'm here." I have a clip. Play the clip, and then he plays a clip that I like completely forgot about because he's actually yeah. been here for so long. We seen him like really prove himself. So I was like, "Oh crap!" I forgot where he was literally just a celebrity guest at WrestleMania, right? So. Um, it was, it was, I thought it was a great back and forth between the two of them. Um, I really like seeing a fire up Kevin Owens. I don't it's, know, yeah. like, it's been a little bit since we see him really being fire up and we're getting that here. And personally, I don't know that this match has been talked about enough. I think they're going to put great. on a freaking banger at the Royal Rumble and I'm excited for it. But that's true though. Uh, I'd forgotten about, uh, him being on there. So Kermit the Frog, there's still hope for you to become a WWE superstar after your <laughs> guest appearance. I I was blown away. This is the, you talk about Austin McMahon, uh, uh, sorry, Austin Hart. This was a double turn for the ages. I saw that clip and Kevin Owens is now a heel. He called the US title a joke. I'm so hoping Logan Paul retains. Wait, you think Kevin Owens is the heel in this match? It, it double turned. You see the clip? He, he stunned Logan Paul for no reason. It had a nerd to be like, I don't remember that. That is just terrible. That is heel work. Kevin Owens could... Oh, God. I was going to say something really insensitive. I'm trying to think of a toned-down version <laughs> of this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to let him go before I say what I have to say. Kevin Owens could leave a puppy in a parked car for five that, minutes while he no, runs a quick no. errand. <laughs> And against Logan Paul, he'll still be a baby face. Did Glendis turn heel? Like, what just, what just happened? <laughs> a heel, a heel, would a heel take off his um, cast, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. Every time when, uh, when Rick Flair would take off his jacket and, like, drop an elbow on it, like, that ain't nothing. That's all possible. No, I, I feel like the taking off the cast was weak. Taking it off right there. I think when he said, oh, I promise you I'm not going to be wearing this on, on the Royal Rumble, I thought yeah. that made sense. But for him to take it off right there, I was like, oh, that's kind of weak. Ah, fair enough. No, I'm, in all seriousness, I think it's a cool segment. And I'm I, I like the segment. I like the yeah. segment. I've been looking forward to it. I feel like we did a whole tournament to buy us sometimes, but we all knew it was leading to this. So the face-to-face, -face, again, because they had a mini one, but the official one was tonight. And I thought both guys delivered. Um it's like really funny though to see the mixed reaction for Logan Paul. If you look at the crowd, like there was signs for Prime, there was a couple of little kids there for Logan Paul, and but then you hear the grown-ups like booing. It's amazing when you realize that the different, like how the different generations, I guess, right, like respond to Logan Paul. Because when you look in the crime, the prime sign, the Logan is prime time, it's all kids. And then you have the adults yeah. like boo. And I just I am loving to see the the weird mixture that we're getting with the Logan Paul audience. Yeah. Man's a legend. The Maverick. Uh, Puerto Rican Maverick. Thank you. Fair enough. Quite Anyhow, we went from that to Caden Carter and Katana Chance, our women's tag team champions, versus Ildon and Alba Fire, the Unholy Union. Uh-huh. I love seeing them back. 
I know it was great. Fan of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, are Caden and Katana over? Not yet. They could get there. Mm-hmm. They're the champs, though. Okay, but you got to give time. People did not know who they were until they just started pushing them when they put the yeah, time on them. They weren't doing anything. Same with, the reason why this match was so quiet is because you have a team that mostly has been on Raw. They barely shown up to SmackDown. Mm. If you only watch SmackDown, you probably didn't know they were the tag team champions, right? And you have um, Isla Dunn and Alba Fire, who I absolutely adore. And yeah, they're such a good gimmick. Too. They're so good, but they haven't been here. They had them pop up of a box on Christmas, and then we didn't see them I know. again. <clears throat> so, yeah, there, it's going to take some time for people to get used to these teams, but I do think both of these teams could get over. Their gimmicks are so different. Everybody's talented, and you have damage control washing. That's the problem. That's the problem with this. Okay, so when you have Bailey on commentary, yeah. then you have the rest of damage control standing there like they're waiting to be seated at the Olive Garden. Like, it was very awkward. Wow. Um, they go to the Olive Garden? Really? They looked like they, they were waiting. Wait at the Olive Garden? There's have you, have you ever gone to the Olive Garden, Garden on a Sunday? There's no. Go on a Sunday. Go on Mother's Day. There's like a four-hour wait at the Olive Garden. It's oh, yeah. Wild. My mom loves Olive Garden. I take her. Yeah, I love that you say that because I take her to Olive Garden every freaking Mother's Day. Uh-huh. How long's the wait on Mother's Day? <laughs> it's the only time of the year that I go, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they were all standing there awkward just waiting for uh, this to be uh, done because this is about how Damage Control is winning those titles. I think they know what, was, what they're dealing with. I think because Isla Dawn and Alba Fire weren't on TV, you got to do something to, to spruce it up. Like I think they knew going in that they were ice cold. They need a tag team to beat handedly. And they did. So when I have someone on commentary, in this case, Bailey, one of their best talkers yeah. in the company, do it. So I, I don't knock it. I think it's kind of protection for Dawn and Fire because my concern is, like I was saying earlier, they're another spooky gimmick. So I don't want to come out there and lose, like, the Ascension. Remember them? No, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I was okay with it. It's strange. But I think the problem is that it's like the Kabuki Warriors are going to win those titles we need formidable opponents in the women's tag division. They've really mismanaged that division since day one. Um, like they almost forget that they even have it. It seems like for a month or two at a time. Sure. And they need to consistently build some competition there. If people are going to take it seriously, I think all the tag teams are very talented. All the women are, are excellent performers. It's just the booking on this has been so all over the place, but no, I think, you know, uh, I thought Oscar and Kari looked great tonight. Uh, when they had the confrontation holding the belts in the ring. Um, is that match happening at the Rumble? Not officially. Yeah, I don't think so. But I think you're going to get a bunch of random matches with Caden Carter because I had a chance to build yeah. them up. hope so. We'll see. Uh, but this is a good match. Good confrontation after. Uh, we had that Final Testament video after. Oh, and then Carmelo Hayes was backstage. In a different universe than NXT, Carmelo Hayes. Um, and so it, glad him and Austin Theory are both okay, okay after that uh, collision last week that they had. But they're going to have a rematch next week. Love the rematch. Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Am I supposed to take what Carmelo does on Tuesday to Friday, or are they really all separate? Because no, he's like, I, I am him on Fridays. He'd be like, come on, Trey, be my friend on Tuesdays. It's so, it's kind of weird, no? And I was actually talking to you off air about <laughs> yeah. this, where I'm like, why are you throwing shade at uh, Trick Williams for caring about his world title match more than the tournament when you're showing up every Friday on SmackDown trying to get opportunities. And I wish that Trick Williams would like throw that at him on, on Tuesday and be like, hey, bro, I'm just trying to do my thing. You are too. 
um, yeah, I agree with you. If you are a viewer of both, there's a little bit of a disconnect. It's weird. Him. I did like the fit. The old leather fit, the hat, the jacket looked great. Yeah, that's cool. I think uh, I, I, there's, they're going to break up Grayson Waller and Austin Theory soon, aren't they? They should. I agreed. Agreed. Um, but Grayson Waller making all of these matches for Austin Theory is not, obviously not sitting well by him. So that breakup is coming. Hashtag coming soon. <laughs> yeah. I love Grayson Waller. Do you guys see what Grayson Waller did for the business? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh man, I that, that was I love that. <laughs> I was you ready. Couldn't I... Tell. You couldn't tell if it was at work. It was like, you couldn't tell because Grayson is that damn good at his job. I was ready to cringe and he saved the segment by burying the segment. It was, it was, like, it was like weird. Yeah, I know. Great. That's what I mean. Like I'm watching it and I'm like, I can't tell if this is a shoot and he just stood up and somehow saved this because I hated where that was going to Grayson kind of like did his thing. But my favorite thing is there's one point where you look, LA Knight's looking at him like, I wasn't familiar with your game, bro. Like, LA Knight's just sitting there, but like, he's looking at him like with those proud eyes, you know? I don't know what went down, but it went viral. It did the job. I'm happy to see them promoting Elimination Chamber. You guys have been keeping track of this. Like, they have been mm -hmm. out there. They have had people out there every month for like the last three months, different superstars flying out there to promote Elimination Chamber. It really gives you the vibe of how big of a deal that show is for Australia. And that's not a short flight. No. Not at all. I'm going out there. It's 21 hours. <laughs> from LA. Wow. Yeah. Do you, uh, spring for the extra leg room at least or anything? No. I ain't that rich. You know, wrestling doesn't pay me a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The window seat, aisle seat, middle seat. We gotta do aisle seat, man. I'm six foot tall. I put the leg out yeah. the aisle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thing I hate about falling asleep in the aisle seat though is every time that beverage cart goes by or somebody walking by, like I get bumped because I always tend to like slouch when I sleep. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. That's yeah, terrible. <laughs> man, maybe if JetBlue flew there, maybe JetBlue's like the one economy class. There's like get up, help yourself to snacks and drinks. Yeah. Yeah, I could deal I, with I like JetBlue. It. Yeah, JetBlue's good times. It's not um, bad. We're just saying it. Just saying it. Could you imagine if it's like Frontier Airlines is now flying to Australia? <laughs> we'll ship your legs separately. Are you kidding yeah. me? I would not. I would not. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's see. Oh, there's a digital exclusive with Alba and Isla saying they're going to come back stronger than ever. Just popped up on my Twitter feed. Uh, AJ Styles versus LA Knight. Yeah. And uh, this match was cooking for a bit, but then Jimmy Solo showed up like uh, just double disqualification because, yeah, this match just fell apart. And Solo called out Randy Orton for their match. It was a good match for what we got. Yeah. Um, I don't trust Jimmy. I don't trust Solo. I don't trust them at all. With Roman? Yeah. Wow, maybe you, I well, think you, that solo solo's gonna be solo is gonna be Trey Roman soon. I can just I've been calling it since the day he showed up, man. I don't trust him. He's doing what he has to do in the meantime, but it's coming. There's still he's not trustworthy. I hope solo gets a good rumble spot. That'd be nice. He told you he's not trustworthy, and you're like, I hope he gets a good rumble spot. What is that, Glenn? Like I just told you, he's like a horse. You can't trust him. That's <laughs> true. You can't trust horse, Mr. Ed. Number one contender, so let's go. I love it. No, but he'll say that he's going to do it to go after the World Heavyweight Championship to bring that to the bloodline, which is like good. 
Yeah, okay. We see this before. They do this. He goes this. And he goes after Roman. Well, he does this a lot. <laughs> like, you know, he'd he be all about this. He told your boy right in the throat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, LA Knight won that match technically because he got thumbs. Yeah. No, first. it was AJ Styles by DQ. Oh, I'm um, talking about tonight. Stop living in the past, Flobo. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, then what about um uh, then Randy versus Solo? Love Finally, it. he comes out in the right fit, not covering those legs. Yeah. <laughs> and Randy won, and then Randy uh, Roman came out. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this. Bye, bye. Yeah. Bye. Hey, Orton don't, don't hit- hey, cause he because because Roman went like this, and got RKO'd, and it was like, oh, I'm Roman, but I got defeated by the three yeah. most deadly. He used to come back. It's a. That was a very surprising ending. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I think I think I love it too. Roman's winning I think this is all Nick Aldis' fault, and I think that he should get in the ring and try to get that smoke. I think Nick Aldis should get a raise. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. He did a great job. Sure. He's a really... we find... Maybe we can bump him up to eight bucks an hour. Maybe. <laughs> but, this is... <laughs> but this is such WWE booking that Randy looks super strong at this end of this episode. But... Yeah, because he's not winning yeah, and he's, he's not, not losing. He's not winning and he's not losing. This one-on-one between Randy and Roman will happen eventually. I, I, I 1,000% believe it. But uh, Nick Aldis never unblocked that. I, does he have any other social media I need to block him on? Is he on Instagram? Let me go block him. There. Probably threads. Yeah. Yeah. Might be on MySpace. Thread. Threads in MySpace. That's <laughs> both of you with the dead social media network. I love it. No, listen. Um, whatever. I didn't like it, but whatever. LA Knight is taking the pin. I think oh. this fatal four way is gonna be lit. I do. It's gonna be good. But uh, I, 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 I hope that I just feel like I still want to see a one-on-one with Roman and AJ, and I still want to see a one-on-one with Roman and Randy. Like I get what we're gonna do here, and I think it's gonna be an amazing match. But the reason why, sorry, Flobo, I think LA and I should take the pin from Roman is because I still would like to see AJ and Randy. I still feel at a position where you can do a one-on-one with Roman with them later on, and it will still work. So seeing Randy be dominant here doesn't mean anything it doesn't yeah, yeah, mean yeah. anything at all this isn't for the match like why are you wasting you just wasted an rko bro you could have saved that for the rumble but you used it tonight <laughs> guess what guess what wasted it wasted it randy orton poor choice poor here's, choice here's the biggest mystery about the royal rumble what's the biggest mystery who's gonna come out at number 22 no biggest mystery oh. isa what question are you asking at the press conference after I don't know, because the last time I asked a question, I don't know if you know this, but the last time they gave me the mic before I even knew who was coming out. So I was like, I'm going to have to improvise. They were the mic. They were like, you're the next question. I was like, there's nobody out here. So I was right, like, right. Start thinking, so start would thinking. you like to Luckily wrestle Taylor me, Swift in the WWE no. ring? No, no. I got I got Charlotte and Becky. Asked them about a tag team title reign. Which was probably going to happen. But um, it would have probably happened if, if circumstances, right? But... Um, I don't know if we'd be lucky. Like, I feel like the people in that room, including myself, are not worthy of the tribal chief. So I hope he doesn't do the press conference because nobody in there should have the right to ask Roman Reigns. I've seen them. I, seen, I was in WrestleMania. I was right there. I'm talking to all of you guys. You were rooting for Cody. 
And then you wanted to ask Roman a question. As a matter of fact, Roman Reigns said they should have given you the mic. And he pointed right at me because he knew who's been riding or dying for him since day one. None all of them. They gave the mic to freaking Nick Houseman. He was crying when Cody lost. I was there. I saw it. I have it on my vlog. Okay, I wasn't crying. I said Roman was winning. So you know what? I hope Roman doesn't show up for the press conference. None of them deserve to ask the tribal chief a question. Thank you, Glenn, for asking me that. I needed to get that out. I thought Roman was going to retain personally, but okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Queen Papa. You weren't there, Flobo. You weren't there, Flobo. I, I was not I was way, in the I wasn't a rapper like Sting. You're not included in the group, okay? You're not included in the group. I, I couldn't about. afford tickets. I was in the rapper like Sting. I paid like $20. I was up in section 600. Like. Anyway, 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 they were all crying. Somebody said, I wrote, I wrote an article, I'm not even going to mention it, but I wrote an article, I'm not even going to be able to publish. Why did you go and waste your time writing an article about something that was never going to happen? You do not deserve to ask the tribal chief a question. And I hope that Roman doesn't show up at the post presser at the Rumble after he smashes all of your favorites. Again, LA Knight, hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Glenn. So follow East on social media for her Royal Rumble. Hey, 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 wait, hold up. Tomorrow, before the Royal Rumble, I'm going to be in Tampa, right? Love you guys, by the way. People that are depressed, I love you guys. I'm not just playing with you. You know I love you. Anyways, tomorrow, Euphoria, WWC, Nick Nemeth, first match post WWE is happening right here in Puerto Rico. You guys can catch it on Fight TV. We have Nick Nemeth. We have Ryan Nemeth. We have Steve Macklin. We have Matt Cardona. We have everybody against the local favorite. Matt, you can call yourself the king of the territories when you haven't fought in our territory. But tomorrow, you'll be doing just that. Fight TV, I'll be doing backstage interviews. By it. It's going to be a lit show. Thank you, Glenn. No. I, I just had to throw that in there. No problem. Well, what do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Oh, you know, Drapes and Gold every Wednesday. Jack Farm and I get together, combine like Voltron, and talk about NXT in a first take format. Learn more at dripsandgold.com. It's actually a great Pretty. show. I watched it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I haven't listened to or watched a podcast in ages. Los Lobos Locos. They don't, don't talk about like Los Lobos Locos, Glenn. I watch them. They never call them Los Lobos Locos in they their never, show. They never. It doesn't. <laughs> I, 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 I wish. So I wish bad. I would have watched it live so I could have commented. You know you're going to roll up at Royal Rumble Media Day and they're going to be like, you want to interview Legato? And you're going to be Los Lobos Logos. And they're going to be like, oh my God, it's her. <laughs> we know <laughs> you. They're like, I guess it's better than Menudo Rejects. I'll be like, putting, I'll be like yeah. covering my LWO yeah. tattoo. Those were the same like... guys. The Menudo Rejects with the Los Lobos Logos. Oh my God. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. That's terrible. They will never give you a question. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Santo, Santo, Santos and I go way back, okay? We were at that tattoo shop together. I'll talk to Santos. So talk Santos. to Santos and just oh, wow. be like, so do they turn into wolves when the full moon happens? Is that like your secret weapon? <laughs> they do. They do. Did you not see yeah. Umberto? I was like, he's ready uh -huh. to turn. Like, he, was, he looked like he ate 2019 Umberto tonight. He's huge. What? It's going to be fun. You always get the best interviews, the best stuff. I just said Royal Rumble is my favorite because I asked them to show me their best sign point because I asked the questions that matter. Facts. Sign pointing season is my favorite time of the year. Um, well, there you have it, folks. That's the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday. Uh, Monday night is Raw coverage. Then Wednesday is AEW. Of course, we'll be back next Friday for the go-home for the Royal Rumble. I will not be here. 
I know. Be You'll be at the Royal Rumble. Yep. It's going to be exciting. Just rubbing it in. Yes. Uh, okay, everybody. Have a great weekend. Football's at Football Boys. Issa's at NYC Demon Diva. That's Steve with the one. I'm Mac on Rubenstein. I'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Everybody have a great weekend and take care. <laughs>